Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing on this beautiful day? Welcome to the So Your Stay at Home podcast. My name is Kayla and I am a mama to an amazing five-year-old boy who takes up the majority of my time. I never thought this would be my life, so let's get into it. Hello, I know it's been so long, but I'm back. Happy 2020. I hope your year so far has been going amazing. If not, it can or it will at some point. It can't all be bleh. Trust me, I've had a poopy start, and I'm, but I'm not letting that hold me back or holding me down or any of that stuff, right? So I'm, I'm freezing, though. It's cold. Um, so I might get a little scatterbrained because it's hard for me to focus when I'm cold because like my energy is going towards keeping my body warm. Um, but it's not cold outside. It's like 75, right? That's crazy. I've, uh, I'm recording this podcast in the middle of the day as opposed to nighttime because my son has gotten a little bit more mature, not that much more mature, but a little bit more mature since I recorded my last podcast. The last podcast I actually recorded was at nighttime and it was horrible. I have it. I didn't put it out because I was like half sick. Uh, cause we had like this freak windstorm come through and it just messed up with my allergies. But yeah, back like 95% back at it. And I just wanted to come on here. The world is changing faster and faster. I feel like not really, is it? I don't know. I don't know. I try not to like even be in tuned with what anything is going on. Um, because it's a lot, it's very overwhelming and there's not much that I as an individual can do. There's a lot that we can do as collectives, but again, that's it. You have to be in a collective. Um, but yeah, with all that said, I went and saw the Sonic movie yesterday with my son, and he is a huge Sonic fan. He's had this Sonic uh, stuffed animal since he was probably like two, if not one. And um, so like three or four or five years, or four, I don't know, I don't know how old he is. I keep saying he's a four-year-old, and he's definitely not four. And I say, you're four. And he goes, I'm not four, I'm five. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but he knows how old I am. He he tells me. (laughs) I've had a birthday um, since the last time we talked. So now I am 33 and loving it. I'm not like, I mean, I'm over the body changes and just the changes in general. That like, I guess you're just forever changing. But I guess I, I didn't change that much from in my 20s. You know, like not at all. I can't feel, I don't, my body, I don't feel like my body went through a bunch of, uh, maybe it did. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so, but yeah, we went to see Sonic and I loved Sonic as a kid playing Sonic. That was like one of my favorite video games. Uh, and I played, but those were the only games that I played with Sonic. Oh, and then I got like a Sonic video game. Well, I was a little bit older, but I didn't like it. So, um, but yeah, but I, I loved it. I didn't like Jim Carrey so much. I thought that he was, I think he'll be a, an amazing Dr. Eggman or Mr. Eggman, whatever his name is. Um, 
But, like, it was just, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to articulate it. It was just that it was a little too, but it wasn't overacted. But then a little, but then it was, like, under, I felt like he underacted the part. There was so much more that he could have done with Mr. Robotic than I feel like that he did. And I'm not asking much more from him. He gave, I guess, as much as he could give. I don't know how movies work. Um, but yeah. So, that was like the only, and it was kind of slow in the beginning. It was kind of slow for me to start out with. There was a lot going on. Um, did I care whether or not that they redrew the Sonic I can't imagine seeing, like, a skinnier Sonic. He was an adorable Sonic. He was a good Sonic. I love the shoes. I think that, like, you got to put those shoes out in real life. Um, And, yeah. But there was, like, a lot of... There was so much advertisement in the movie. Um, And I remember reading an article online somewhere a month ago or whatever, I'm like dragging behind. Sorry. I know I feel, I don't know if I'm usually energized on these podcasts, but I feel like I'm, I did just finish school. My kid's still awake. So there's always that like hesitation of him walking in or something um, and interrupting and then me having to start this all over again. So there's all those things. And I guess that's just making me like anxious. And not into it. Anyway, so I loved Sonic. It was an awesome movie. I thought it it was great. It was so good. It was so good for a video game movie. It was so good to, like, it's what it is. I think they did a great job. It was funny. It was Donut Lord. I love Donut Lord. I love the humor. I like the actor who plays the uh, voice he was in. What show was that? Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to remember the show. But it was some show on Showtime with... Kristen Bell a few years back yeah I'm not gonna remember it um and Don Cheadle I think that's how you say his name he but yeah so and he was great in that show I thought he was funny and witty so like I I liked him his adaptation of Sonic and like a voice character I thought he did a good job um yeah I thought it was really really good I really really enjoyed it uh, it was funny. I laughed. I got like, you know, the East, well, not like the little minute Easter eggs, but I got the, some of the big Easter eggs. It was fun. Like again, it was, it was really tuned in to the, um, the original game, but it also like pulled little parts from Sonic all every adaptation of Sonic I think it was a great origins movie I think it'll be a if they have a sequel I think it'll do very well they have to have a sequel I can't imagine them not having a sequel and I don't want to see a sequel in like 15 years I would like to see a sequel in like a year I know again I said I think that the production company who did or the animation company who did the original Sonic went bankrupt because they had to do it all over again um but they didn't have to do the whole movie over again. They just had to draw 
the guy again, I guess. I don't know. Again, again, like again, again, like I said, I don't know how Hollywood works. Um, but yeah, it was great. I loved it. So if you have a little kid, um, or if you like Sonic, the people in front of us, uh, were way older than we were. And then the people behind us there and then most of the people in there had little, little toddlers, little boys. Um, there were a couple little girls in there. It was just a great movie. It was like, you know, you're gonna, there's gonna be, there's gonna be a wide ranging so, but be prepared for like a lot of toddlers, not toddlers, but like five-year-olds and six-year-olds and seven-year-olds who have this new adaptation of Sonic because there's been Sonic on Cartoon Network and Netflix has a Sonic on it, Hulu has a Sonic on it, and I love Sonic. My son has a huge fat head of Sonic on his wall. Um, so like, and I told him years ago, I was like, you are single-handedly bringing back the Sonic franchise. Um, because he's just, there's always been like his whole, everything this year was Sonic. You got Sonic Monopoly, which is really and great. I love that Monopoly. It's different than like all the other Monopolies. It, it's a game necessarily than like a strategic game that you have to play for hours and hours. You can play Sonic Monopoly in like a minute. I'm like just promoting Sonic here. No, but my son loves it and I think it was a great movie. Uh, the actors were great in it. I love that like there's an, the, the couple is an interracial, you know what I'm trying to say, an interracial couple and it's like my son gets to see his parents in a sonic adaptation on screen and it, I don't know because it's just like I didn't get to see my parents maybe I did I don't remember growing up doubt that I did though <laughs> uh, you know saw my parents on the screen oh <sighs> so yeah it was a great movie I liked it. Again, Jim Carrey. I think Jim Carrey will be amazing in the second one because it's more tuned to, like, him. But as far as... But but then again, I couldn't imagine anyone else playing Doctor... When I saw the Who They Pair, I was like, oh, that's great casting, right? It's great, great. But then it was just like, eh. Like, some of the parts without... The parts without Sonic just weren't very good at we're like pulling the storyline together you know what I mean like they just weren't really good at if there's so much that there's so much more that could have been done but again they did great they did great for what is put out nowadays as far as like animation and originality and all that stuff you, you can't beat it with that I think it was a great great story Great story, great way to, like, great um, ability to, like, move forward and all of it. It was good. They did a good job. So, yeah, with that said, let's move on from Sonic. Can't gush more about it. Anyway, um, so what has been going on in school, right? My son is, like, burnt out. I'm pretty sure he's burnt out. He wants to do half of it, but then he doesn't want to do the other half. Um, so we are on pace to be a little bit ahead of, whatchamacallit, I don't know. We honestly haven't gone in, like, two weeks. 
to like the enrichment class. Um, because we went on, okay, so we went on Valentine's day and it was crazy. There was like every, when we first started doing it, I really liked doing the enrichment classes because they were broken down into like, there were two teachers and, um, one teacher did kindergarten to second and then the other teacher did third to fifth or whatever and, or second to fifth. I don't really know. Um, so they, the times were broken down. So like nine or nine fifteen was the morning kids, um, or the morning kids were the kindergartners. And then like 45 minutes later, there were the first graders. And then 45 minutes after that, there were the second graders and, but third graders, fourth graders, and fifth graders were going on at the same times. And I really liked it because, you know, the kids were in the same age, um, you, and you could do like more child oriented things, not child oriented things, but like things where, oh, like age appropriate things. Now everything's just lumped together. Like everything is just lumped together. And Valentine's day, like stressed me out. There were so many people in one room. We were only told to like bring 25 things. That's what I bought next year. I'll bring more, but, um, so I bought 25 things and all those parties are like junk food. Like everybody always brings junk food and stuff, which I don't care about, but like, I really don't want to dope my kid up on candy at 10 o'clock in the morning. Cause he's just going to be crazy the rest of the day. You know what I mean? So eh, that's, I've kind of like, don't really want to go to enrichment classes anymore. And I feel bad, but it's like, he doesn't all the children want to do is like go outside and play. They don't even care about what's going on in the class. Um, so it's kind of like very, became very unstructured, very fast. And over the like Christmas time, Christmas era or that time from, I don't know, we haven't been going as many times and I feel bad. We've missed like two times already since the semester has started again. And yeah, he just, I don't know. And I want him to stay focused on class. And if we're just going to go there to play, I mean, for that, I could do other things. And like the group stuff that we do and stuff like that, it's just really not age appropriate. Nothing is really age appropriate for my kindergartner. And I get that we're doing homeschooling for like kindergarten to first grade. But yeah, like the next field trip, we just did a Renaissance fair. That was fun, but and he rode a horse. Now he's obsessed with horses and all he wants to do is have a horse. Um, and I said, yeah, okay. They need a lot of land, buddy. Um, and you need a lot of money for a horse. But I don't think you need like that much money. I mean, if you want to show your horse, I'm sure all that stuff. But if you just want like a horse who lived off of the land. I mean, horses live off of the land in the wild. So I can't see why they can't live off of the land if you have a lot of land. But anyway. I don't know about horses. I don't know nothing about horses. <laughs> I know they have to feed dogs. So if they're like dogs, I guess you got to feed them. But I mean, what do they do in the wild? How do horses, are there no horses in the wild? I wonder. I don't know. I don't wonder that much. <laughs> he's not getting a horse now anyway, because he's five years old. <laughs> he can't ride it, but it was so cool and awesome that he got to ride it. Um, so yeah, but so we did the Renaissance Fair and that was fun and exciting and like something fun for him to do. Uh, but then 
then there's another field trip next week and it's like the youth fair, which is where they take like cows and stuff to get, and I just read like an art slaughtered and I just read an article or whatever. And it was about, um, the youth fair and they were saying, you know, this is where, you know, kids, fumer, fumer, future farmers of America. And it's like really heavy, like 4-H and future, that's their thing. And I, going to school, I don't even remember having a futures farmers, future farmer of America. People around where I grew up didn't really farm, but like we're in the middle of nowhere now. So I can't, I don't judge, but it's like, it's very emotional. People, they have to take their, their, these kids, they get an animal. They have to learn like managing the animal, the finances, like how much it would cost in total to like take care of this animal and budget taking care of the animal. And then they go and sell the animal. And the article just said, I'm not laughing, but the article just said it's very, very emotional. And I said, yeah, no, I'm good on a field trip for a kindergartner, like maybe third grade. Yeah. I'll be like, oh yeah, I think this is interesting. But like in kindergarten, I'm just like, yeah, no, this is how we eat which I should tell him, but like he thinks that there's still a difference between swimming fish and dinner fish. And I'm okay with that. He's five. I'll break his heart gently later on in life. Or maybe I don't. Maybe, I mean, I learned out, I learned shit out later on in life. Like I thought uh, Family Matters was really filmed in Chicago and that the Golden Girls was really filmed in Miami. And not like I found that out when I was like 15 or eight no, I found that out when I was like 24, okay, after the show had been on, or both of those shows had been off the air for years, and I was like, what? They were all filmed in California? That's some BS. So, you know, and my heart was, I mean, it was a little, little broken, but it wasn't shattered. He'll be fine. So, yeah, I was just like, I don't really want to do this fair. I don't want to do this field trip. And then the next, and then after that, it's like yoga. And it's like, yeah, that's great. But then all they're going to care, all these kids care about is going outside and playing around. Half the parents don't want to sit there and wait for their child because it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like falling apart in my eyes. It was so, str- I really liked it in the beginning. Miss Or the teacher, who I almost said her name, the teacher um, read like age appropriate books for like that time frame. They did like little things and now they're just not doing anything I don't know little man is reading and he's like it's so cool to like watch him get it down but like yeah he's burnt out so next week we're just gonna take like we're not gonna do school on Tuesday and I'm gonna let him have Wednesday off and maybe like go to the um there is a really cool museum here it's not really a museum it's like a small really small museum but um they have like this interactive upstairs kind of thing. So maybe we'll go do that. And I think that they do their, uh, they have like this blow up planetarium thing. I think they do on Wednesday. So maybe we'll do that next Wednesday instead of going to see animals get slaughtered or they sell. Oh, but like a really good thing is that like, this is, I guess, a farm area, farm town, um, more of like a horse town, but yeah. So they go to, there's like a, oh my gosh, there's a farmer who like buys 150 cows each year from like these students. But then it's like, man, they like go, those animals get judged. And then like, we're judging animals on how like well they got taken care of. Yes, I get that. But like, 
I feel like there's this really bad um, sense of everything has to be the same in this world and nothing is the same. Everything in this world is unique. Tree, every different tree is unique. Uh, one tree might be freaking uh, have like get sick and the other, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I hope you get what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just crazy. So, but yeah. And then like the real estaters of the real estaters, the realtors of some area, like some part of this state, they buy like 150 cows and then get them processed. So the, they, the kid that they buy, the animal from or lambs or whatever that they they're uh showing and selling the kid that they buy it from they get the money and it's like in scholarship form I guess and then they take that meat that they got processed at the fair and they sell it or they don't sell it they don't sell it they give it to like local food cherries I thought that was really awesome like that's really like a show of like community working together helping the kids out, helping the community out. But then I was just like, yeah, we'll just start. And if we're even here in freaking third grade or second grade or first grade, I just want him to know that, you know, when he wrote comprehension, right? So I was like, hi, I had a friend, a friend, I had a conversation with someone, the other, a friend the other day. And she, I was trying to explain to her that like kids at a very early age when they're first starting to read, don't have like comprehension like Dr. Seuss books are the best way to explain it those books don't make any sense whatsoever like they just say words and they're literally there's no comprehension in it and they just read they're just reading um they don't necessarily know and comprehension like they don't know what all those words mean like they don't know what what mean I mean they know what what means (laughs) I use horrible examples but they don't know what certain things mean uh like it and that and set I mean they know what set is but I hope you understand what I'm trying to say so like because she wants to write a book and um and she was saying something and I said well like kids my son's age and like second first grade they don't really have like comprehend like they start to get comprehend I guess later on I don't know but right now they're just learning words they don't know the definitions words I say like think about it when's what book did you read that was like a novel not even a novel that like had we had to think about it was asking you questions you had to plug it in and all that stuff like they try to teach they're trying to teach it to him now but they don't understand he reads a story and his stories are very mundane. Like Dr. Seuss books are ex- perfect examples. They're just like long cow, brown, how. They just want them to say words and do rhyme and rhyme and, oh my gosh, what's the other one? Rhyme and shine. It's not that. What is it? It's rhyme and onset. Like those are the things that you're, they're learning or whatever. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Talk, talk, talk about homeschooling, Right. So yeah, there was something else that I wanted to touch on real quick and I just, my brain is going, um, make sure you go. I am shamelessly plugging right now. It is important to go out and vote. Um, if you are a legal voting citizen, I think the time might have passed. Even if you're, I think, oh, the expiration date. (laughs) No, 
I honestly think that may, maybe not. I think the 28th of February in Florida is the cutoff date to register primarily. And in Florida, you have to be registered um, to a party in order to vote. If you are a legal voting participant, have the legal right to do it, do it. It's just, just do it. Um, because do it for the people who literally cannot do it. And I may be like, eh, because one day you might not be able to do it. And then you're going to be like, damn, I wish I would have gone out and done it more. Or I wish, you know what I'm saying? So just go out and do it. And if you have children, bring your children with you and make sure that you sign your name exactly like it is on your ID. Um, and just do a quick Google search on who's running, what they're running for, research policies. I don't care who you're going out and voting for. Just go out and do it because we are a very privileged country and since of everyone in this country is privileged, um, more so than a lot of other countries. Like there are countries where there's just a lot of, we have a lot of privileges in this country so we should take advantage of them. And if you are in this country and you aren't able to take advantage of the privileges that this country gives forth, do it. The people who can do it for those people because yeah. And just Google research and um, yeah, vote. Vote in your primaries, vote in your whatchamacallits, in your um, general election and just get out there and vote. And you don't have to tell people who you voted for. You don't have to be ashamed ever who you voted for unless they're a complete idiot. No shade. But yeah, just vote. I, as an American citizen, really push forward for people to vote and not think that it's just, oh, my voice isn't heard. Make your voice heard. Your, vo- your voice really isn't heard if you're sitting on the, if you don't go make your voice heard. Okay? So do it, please, for the sake of your neighbor who might not be able to do it or your someone who back in your past has passed away and they'll never be able to vote again. Things like that. Think on that level. Think future tense. I don't know. I'm losing my mind. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. My outro is coming out, up, coming up, coming out, coming up, whatever. Now, see you guys soon. So that is it for this beautiful day. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of So Your Stay at Home. It means so much to me that you are spending some of your day to listen to me rant about whatever. You can always find me on Instagram at S-E-W, your stay at home. You can also find my bags and products at threeofakindbags.com. Thank you again for all of your support, and I hope your week is just as amazing as you are. I will talk to you soon.